Thank you for tuning in today's episode. You could have been anywhere in the world right now and you chose to be here, and I'm grateful for that. My name is Yasmin Al-Busairi, and on today's episode, we will be diving deep on international students crossing borders to further their education. We will discuss the pros, the cons, and everything in between. Studying abroad, it has a nice ring to it. It's a glamorous phase in our culture. It sounds a lot more pleasant than foreign exchange student or international student. Imagine yourself going to a completely new country, culture and climate to further your education as an 18-year-old adolescent. Not only do you have to learn how to pay the bills, cook meals and clean up after yourself, you have to adapt to the new world you are now living in, all while studying for midterms and finals. Now let's explore the struggles, joys and lifestyle of an international student. I wanted to invite Rishab to ask him to share his experience firsthand with you guys. My name is Rishab and uh, I'm an international student from India. Let's dive in into the questions. Did you always know that you wanted to study abroad? Honestly speaking, no, because um, when I was in India and I finished my, uni- um, sorry, my school, I was always the kind of guy who wanted to stay back at home, finish studying at home, because I had all my friends back at home. Uh, and honestly speaking, I was very scared to leave India because I left, I've, I've been out of India before, but I was, I was scared to leave by myself and be some, in a place where I don't know anybody. So I was always like, you know, I'm not going to leave India. I'm going to stay with my parents, with my family back at home in India. But uh, when I was, when I finished uh, my school, uh, I couldn't join a university in India because I didn't like studying, except if I liked that course. So I love filmmaking, but I didn't actually study a lot of film in school. Find yeah, I only had one subject and that was media studies. So that's the only subject I did very good at. And so a lot of these universities obviously didn't accept me because of my very bad grades and other subjects. And then when I did a diploma in, in a university, I, I did very well. And I did a diploma in filmmaking and I did very well. And luckily I applied to universities using that score and a lot of universities accept me, accepted me uh, as a student. And I that's when I decided, you know, f- it's, it's best for me if I do leave India and study because that's my only way to actually do something that I like. And some, sometimes in life, you're going to have to leave through some stuff, even if you don't want to, to get to somewhere else. So, I definitely have to agree with you on that point. How was the language barrier? Did you face any issues? Honestly, again, no, because um, even though my native language in India is Tamil, uh, because we speak Tamil and Tamil Nadu, um, I've always been speaking English with my family or even with anyone in India. So, And especially since I came to the UK, obviously they all speak English. So... It wasn't as hard as the only, maybe pronunciations wise, obviously, there's a lot of pronunciation differences. But in terms of getting and understanding people and speaking to people, I think it was very easy because I already knew English and everything in England is English, basically. Were there any cliches that were proven true or false? Maybe the fact that uh, everyone said that uh, British people were very like, rude and uh, yeah, they don't definitely. like they don't accept but people from nice other states and other, other countries. But I think uh, obviously that. I'm not saying that only because I'm in this podcast, but I, I generally feel that they aren't as rude as people make them. Seem? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, obviously I've been living four years, four and a half years, five years in the UK, and I've not I've got many nice instances and the bad ones because like, I mean there are there are rude people everywhere in the world, so I'm not going to be like you know UK has the kindest people. But my point is they're not as rude as they seem to be because unless you get to know them as a person and as a in personal ways, you don't actually know how how they are as a person. So I'm I guess that's one of the biggest cliches I felt in now. Was there anything unique about studying abroad in that place at this time? Examples, any current events that happened? Uh, obviously, you say current events. The only thing that comes to mind is COVID, 
because COVID obviously came in 2019 and started in November, but uh, it hit UK only in March 2020. And I think when that actually happened, I was studying my final year in Wolverhampton. And I was actually excited because I was going to graduate. I was doing very well in all my courses, I mean, my, my modules. And I was so happy because like it was a good year. And obviously, in March, I still remember the exact moment I had to leave back home in a second because COVID was serious and I didn't know what to do exactly. Nobody knew what to do. And then after that, I thought COVID was like a one-month thing. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be a two-year thing. And yeah, at the point, that would change the whole way of us studying. And exactly, because remotely. even yeah. my, my final years of my third year, or my final year in university was all online. It was not in person. And it was very different because obviously for the only good thing was the fact that because of time difference, I had classes in the afternoons. So I could sleep well in the morning. But other than that, I think everything was awkward, You ha- especially being in a practical course like filmmaking or film intelligence production, yeah, it's hard because you you need that practical experience to do well in the field. And I didn't have any practical experience at the at, during my final years, I mean, my months at uh, bachelor. So I feel this incident, it changed the dimension of, of studying, especially when you're studying in international university, you're, you're back home in India and you're studying with people around the world. So it's a bit of a weird situation you're at. Even, even if you're not from India, even if you're from the UK, it's still very weird to, to study online when you're actually doing a practical-based course. What was the most common thing people asked you about where you were from? Are you American? Generally, I, I think more than people asking me what my name is, the first question someone asked me who I don't know is, are you American? And I don't know why, because my action is not American. But maybe because I did study in an international school in India, I think I got the accent from a lot of people and automatically people just assume I was American. So I guess that's... The you kind of do have an accent. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was the hardest adjustment you had to make? Uh, being independent, uh, by far the most hardest thing that I would ever, d- I ever did, I think was being independent because again, in India, I was, I depended a lot on my parents, on my family, on other people there and because obviously, basically you had everything cooked for you, clean for you, 100% so yes, it was an amazing thing because obviously I, I woke up, I had my breakfast ready, I went back, finished work, I came back, went to school, came back, I had my, my lunch ready, it was all given to me, so, uh, not, I, I'm not, I don't want to sound spoiled when I say this, but again, it was just like, I was like this kind of a boy when I when I when I was growing up. My, obviously, my mom and dad did their best to try and make me uh, independent, but I kept always doing the exact opposite of what they wanted me to do because like I always depended on them for food, money, anything. And I think when I when I moved on from there and came to the UK, when I when I moved countries and borders, it was the hardest thing because I personally didn't know exactly what to do. I didn't know how to travel by myself. I didn't know how to do. I didn't know how to cook. Obviously, like I said before, so I literally dragged my mom all the way from India. And uh, luckily, she came with me. <laughs> and she taught you everything. She, uh, yeah, she, I mean, obviously, cooking, uh, she, she couldn't teach me everything in one day. But So yeah. we, I always do video calls with, with everyone, anyone at home, my aunt, my mom, to try and get, uh, obviously, new dishes and tasty dishes. But I feel, personally, I needed that, that moral support with my mom for her to come in and help me move in. Because even moving in stuff, I was very hard for me. And so I was lucky that my mom came in and helped me. So I think being independent is, is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. How are you different and how are you the same? Different, different is again independence. Yeah. I'm more of an independent man than ever. Right now, right now, I'm in a situation where I prefer being by myself than actually asking other people for help. So I guess that's changed me over the f- past few years. Uh, being the same, I'm still the, the the the. I still depend on a few things from people, and I still depend on money, obviously, because I, I I'm I'm I think I can say I'm a, I'm a bit lazy when it comes to working because I do I do I do work part time here and there, but. When, when the pressure gets too high, with especially with assignments and all that stuff, from very young age, I never liked multitasking. So I've never actually liked doing assignments and working at the same time. So I just committed to one thing. Basically. Exactly. Concluding this interview up, I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give another student currently in your position or currently thinking about studying abroad? My first advice, again, because I, I already 
I've been through this. So my first advice, before you even come into the country or before you even come into wherever you're going to go to, learn the language if it's not English or if you don't know English, learn English and or learn whichever language the country needs you to speak to. So because that way it's very easy for you to communicate with the person or the people there. Secondly, once you do come into your university, cherish every single moment of it because especially when 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 situations like covid comes in and nobody knows exactly when it's going to come in you lose all your memories with the people or you don't have enough memories because obviously everything just goes off in a flash and you don't know exactly what to do anymore because you may not meet that person again or because of some reason you guys won't even talk again so i feel the only thing i can actually give or say is to cherish every single moment in university life and work your ass off and get yourself into a good situation in life where you don't depend on anyone else After hearing from Rish, we heard the specific struggles he had upon coming into the UK. There are some other challenges as well. One I'm sure we all would guess first, a language barrier. Whether you're an undergraduate or a PhD student, studying a language in your home country is nothing like using it abroad. Among its native speakers, if you're studying abroad and need to use your second language on a daily basis, you may have to deal with a language barrier. After all, speaking and listening to others in a foreign country is a whole different experience from anyone and everyone. However, remember that nobody is perfect. At first you'll probably make some mistakes and it's not the end of the world. People in your new country will be understanding. Unless you go to London, they most likely will ignore you. It's always recommended to take classes before arrival in the language of your new country to communicate with citizens more efficiently. People will appreciate your efforts and it can be an excellent opportunities to make new friends. Another common challenge is culture shock. Even if you move to a neighboring country, you can be sure that the customs and traditions will be much different than those that you're used to. After all, each nation has its own identity, and there are traditions, culture elements, and a sets of behaviors that makes it unique. Adjusting to a new reality and culture is quite challenging to everyone, especially if they're moving there for a more extended period of time, which is usually the case for students. Even though the food won't be the same, the views will be new. and the people will behave differently it's still a great opportunity to learn exciting things and grow as a person moving abroad is without a doubt an enriching experience most students enjoy it and are grateful they decide to go through with it homesickness and loneliness is a common occurrence among young students in a new country dealing with a reality in a foreign country without your support system will be difficult at times You may feel lonely and miss your friends, home and all the places you left behind in your home country. Fortunately, there are ways that can help you cope with your feelings. Consider attending meetings at your new university, participating in social activities and getting to know your city better. Open up for new experiences and you'll quickly make unforgettable memories. Let's get real here. We all struggle at some point with our finances. A student life is not the easiest in this matter. Not everyone can afford to get a higher education. because tuition fees are high some people also don't want to get into substantial debt only to get a degree as an international student you'll probably have enough money to cover your basic expenses and treat yourself from time to time however without a student grant or other sources of funds your life will be far from comfortable good news though the situation is temporary you're getting a degree to have a better career opportunities if if you don't waste your time you can end up in a great place in life All of these challenges mentioned above can contribute to yet another one. Stress. Add tons of assignments, tight deadlines, peer pressure, language difficulties, and academic expectations. And it turns out you can't even remember when was the last time you had the chance to unwind. If you let the situation go on for too long, you'll burn out and your mental health will suffer. As such, you should always remember how it's important to relax. 
Obviously, your goal is to get your degree. Just don't forget to move borders to a foreign country, make great memories, and take a step back when reality gets too overwhelming. Despite these common challenges, one of the most fulfilling aspects of being an international student is the exposure that it brings to diverse people and ideas. You will be exposed to a variety of people, perspectives and ideologies because the country is one big melting point. Furthermore, comparing your homeland society to that of the UK will change your overall view of the world and will widen your perspective as it relates to the way people interact with each other, feel towards each other and respect each other. For potential students with a strong sense of wanderlust who are interested in studying abroad, Common advice is to do plenty of research on whichever country you wish to study in, learn as much as you can about the quality of their education system and their culture norms, and be well informed on the school you hope to attend. If you are satisfied with your findings, give it a try. The experience is indelible. I'm Yasmin Albusayri, and you've been listening to Inside the Mind of a Foreign Student, a part of a podcast, Borderscapes, produced with the support of School of Media, Arts and Humanities, and the Office of Technology Enhanced Learning at the University of Sussex. Martin Spinelli and Lee Gooding were our executive producers. We had technical help from Matthew Taylor. Our theme music was composed by Mona Youssef, and our graphic design was by msquint underscore design. Additional episodes, music credits, and info are available at borderscapes.org. And for socials, we are at borderscapes pod. Thank you for listening.